I'm your host, Rocco. And I'm Dan. Ranting and raving without a solid plan. And often political guaranteed crash. This is Critical Mass. And I'm ruined. He told you about it before I could tell him not to tell you about it. And that's his fault. Okay. Did you I wanted to see the look on your face? I wanted to see your face light up with just joy. Well, regardless, it is joyful. I think he did a great job. Although you were talking through that last really loud part. Yeah, did, that's did you okay. Hear? That's yeah, that's okay. Okay. That's no, I, I just I didn't know if you expected me to hear you because I didn't. Okay, that's fine. Well. Maybe you can lower the volume next time. Maybe this is a crash course in Critical Mass 2.0, folks. We're back and we are not the same. And no, we're not feeling well. No, we're not the same. Um, you know, I posted, I yep. posted something on on our page about um about Roe versus Wade and it being overturned. And a slew of other things coming down the, the pipe. And we're going to talk about that today. Um, yeah. But I made this post about it. And longtime friend of the show, um, Chris, Chris Walk from uh, DFAT Entertainment. He does Towel White Talk and everything. He mm-hmm. alludes to the fact through that post that it's because we're gone. It's because we haven't had a podcast in so long. There's been right. no one kicking conservatives in the testicles verbally. Um, and now look what happened. Right. It is our fault. Uh, we do take a hundred percent of the blame. Um, mea culpa. All right. But here's a little thing I wanted to say, a statement. Um, we are beginning a brand new journey here. It's going to be different. It's going to feel different. It's going to look different yet. It's also going to feel very familiar. And one of the things I really wanted to, to talk about was the fact that this show is going to be less political and we're going to focus more on pop culture stuff and how maybe that, that does tie back into politics or socio-political issues. But we don't want to lead off every episode with, you know, anti-Trump or anti-conservative rhetoric constantly. It's an echo chamber and it isn't going anywhere. Uh, we can talk about things that are bothering us and and how maybe we can make a change here and there. However, we felt a call to arms because of what's been going on with the Supreme court lately. Um, And obviously we're going to get into that, but I just wanted to give a disclaimer to the fans. You know, this is going to be a far more lighthearted, fun and energetic podcast from now on, instead of a dreary, sad two losers in their basement talking about how kids suck these days. Yeah, no. And and that's something that we thought long and hard about, um, you know, and it's what she said. I know. I that's what she said. Thank you. So (laughs) um, haven't changed, folks. No, not uh, yes and no. But um, no, we're we're kind of tired of beating up the, the politics over the head, because honestly, a lot of our previous episodes, I mean, they're like exactly the same. They just continue to be carbon copies of the other. So I think it's really important for us to continue discussing socio-political situations, but how they pertain to pop culture. But again, we're getting there. That's going to be on the new season. Dan and I talked 
when we saw the news of Roe versus Wade being overturned, okay? We talked on the phone and we said, we have to put a show together. We have to put an episode together. We have to respond to this. It's, it is important. That's something our show has done for the longest time. We've talked about abortion a lot on this show. We've talked about pro-life versus pro-choice a lot. And we're now living in a situation where decades of progress has been erased overnight. Due almost, to, almost 50 years. Yes. Due to a political agenda by these fascist Christian conservatives. Because that's what it is. The new terrorists in the United States are Christian conservatives. They are the new terrorists, period. There's okay. What do you mean? Okay, they are. All right. So I guess we're getting into this. Here's the deal. And and, and this is very typical. What? I'm the Scully. I'm the Scully in the situation. And you're Mulder. You're the there's aliens. I'm going after them, Scully. They were just outside my bedroom window. And I'm going, Mulder. Let's just calm down and think about the facts. All right. So, yeah, I hear you. And and to be honest with you, for the most part, I, I do agree. The problem is that we're never going to win any arguments or gain any progress by pointing a finger at the other side and calling them crazies. We have our point of view, which is that a woman should have a choice. And, and one of my biggest issues that I've seen a lot, um, as far as logic goes, being thrown around on the internet lately, lately is my laws, or my body, my laws, you know, my uterus, et cetera. Um, and I have a problem with that logic, largely because when we, if we simply say that, and, and I wish we had Harvey Birdman on, but as, as far as law is concerned, when we simply define something as, well, if it doesn't affect you, then you shouldn't worry about it. That that opens the door to change across the board. Right, because if someone steals a car or doesn't wear a seatbelt or this or that, think about all the laws that don't actually affect you, but they should be in place. Right. Well, no, they, for example, they do affect you. They mm-hmm. all they all affect all of us. Well, let's say, but like someone carjacking a car 3,000 miles away from you doesn't affect you. No, but the entire, um, the whole law abiding, I'm sorry, the whole laws in effect of seatbelts, right? Right. They actually, across the board, pull insurance prices down for everyone. So that law as pertaining to insurance costs for including myself, including yeah. you, it does have an effect. Okay. That's, that's maybe that's a bad example, but the carjacking. Okay. The carjacking. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I guess I don't does, have, it doesn't affect you, right? It's, it's something that's taking place miles away. It doesn't affect you. Why should it be illegal then? If it doesn't affect you mind your own business, right? So that's the problem that I have with that with that logic that if it doesn't affect somebody, then therefore it shouldn't be on the books. No, no, no. Here's the issue. Conservatives don't see it as whether or not a law should affect other people if they are not directly involved. That's not the issue. They think life begins at conception. That's their philosophical belief. That's their religious belief. Regardless of fact, that's what they feel. And therefore, an abortion equals murder. And I know you and I do not agree, 
And I know a lot of other people that, that would disagree. I know science would disagree. But, but that's the, the point is, is that group that you're discussing is actually <laughs> the minority of this group. That group that that thinks that way is the one are the ones being influenced at the people by the people at the top that just want to use this as a method of control. They're also looking at same uh, same sex marriages, repealing that interracial marriages, repealing that. And Clarence Thomas, everyone's like, dude, I mean, guys, I guess keep going until you take away your own rights. Right. Because that makes a whole lot of sense because his wife is white. Yeah. Again, I think you're a little being a little hyperbolic to suggest that a majority of the conservatives that are pro-life or I guess we should start calling them forced birth. They are forced birth uh, in the forced birth category. Um, I, I would have to push back. I disagree. I think majority of them have their religious background that influences their beliefs, which is that life begins at conception therefore you're killing one of god's children by having an abortion now that's being manipulated is, is there is there a larger piece there where certain older white men or a patriarchy if you will is trying to dominate and maintain control sure but i, I think if you look at more at a granular level the day-to-day -day, the every person uh, you know, the average Joe, that's not their concern. Their yes. concern is their religious beliefs informing their decision making, which is that life begins at conception. So if we're going to gain any ground, we have to understand truly their point of view. OK, life begins at conception. Now, we disagree. And I think this is the crux of the problem. We just philosophically disagree. OK, we don't have to keep throwing eggs at one another or smearing blood on one another or whatever the fuck these people are doing at these protests. We've got to stop and become far more peaceful because we just simply disagree philosophically on when life begins. We don't see it as murder, but they do. So if we're going to put ourselves in their shoes, they're literally watching half the country going, why can't we murder babies? And then the other half of the country, us, is going, why are you trying to control women? Well, but that's the thing is I think that this goes even deeper than that. I think that those folks that actually believe that birth happens at conception and the whole sanctity of life, those people are very easily manipulated because they're Christians. Christians are very easily manipulated. They're manipulated by a group of people that are reacting to the backlash of Me Too and Black Lives Matter. This is yeah, what there is was a, happening. There was, a, there was a forced birth, a.k.a. pro-life movement, well before all that. Yes, but what I'm saying is, is that now the white man patriarchy for once is threatened yeah. by both the Me Too movement and BLM, two very large, fantastic movements to push these groups of people further toward the top, which is where they should be with us, with, with everyone else. Okay. That they're not there. They're pushing towards that and they should. So we're all on equal footing, but there is still a group of men that should be dead already that I wish were dead that are pushing back on this by repealing rights that allow them to rally behind. Before you could say, I can get an abortion because the Supreme Court of the United States says I can. Now that's gone, right? And now why else would they be talking about interracial marriage, 
Why else would they be talking about uh, getting contraceptives? Why else would they be talking about same-sex marriages? Why? Because these things threaten the cisgendered conservative Christian thought process. Patriot. Yeah, okay, that's fair. However, there's another I'm school right. of thought there, which is that the Supreme Court views the Constitution or at least the 14th Amendment, the Equal Rights Clause, differently than previous courts. This Supreme Court said, well, we, we think it's a stretch to say that abortion is a constitutional right. Nowhere is it mentioned in the Constitution other than possibly in this 14th Amendment with an Equal Rights Clause Etc. And 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 fine. If you want to make that that statement, that's okay. If that's the way you truly interpret it, the problem is that three of those justices were appointed during the Trump era. Of course, and, and they through. lied. Yes, they absolutely one hundred percent lied under oath about their intentions with Roe v. Wade. Yeah, they the said there was court precedents and they weren't going to touch it. And they they did what what Christian conservatives do, and they lied. And that dude, that Amy Comey Barrett, she's a goddamn whore. Yes. And, and further furthermore, hold on. So beyond just the Fourteenth Amendment, beyond I'm sorry, beyond just the abortion stuff, you mentioned everything else. And so you painted this picture as if conservatives now are just like, all right, we got that down. Let's start let's start mowing down, you know, gay rights, etc. No constitutional scholars are saying by saying that the 14th amendment and that specific clause the equal rights clause is a stretch to include those things therefore those other things are at risk so it's not you can't necessarily say for sure that there is an agenda no, therefore to strip those away quote. that's a quote from Clarence Thomas with the court precedents on there next we're going to be looking over and i can't remember the names of the court of the court precedents i can look them up during commercial mm -hmm. but um one is the um the use of contraceptives and uh, contraceptive privacy right. um and then the other one is um the legitimacy of same-sex and interracial marriages in the united states um like these were these were this was a quote um from him that that they're going to be looking at those things he didn't say overturn his isn't his wife white yes that's i said that earlier so that's what's like uh, something's not making sense something's not adding up but what i'm saying is the point of what i'm trying to say is is that there is an agenda they've made it clear that there's an agenda because they lied yeah. They they lied so yeah. there is an agenda that is occurring and it is simply to appease the lowest common denominator of human. Listen, I'm just lobbing you softballs here. I want you to knock them out of the park, okay? I'm just I'm just I'm so tired of the fact that we're still talking about this. I'm so tired that abortion was even on the docket with all the problems and issues and it, it, things we have in this country. You're so concerned about whether that woman has an abortion because a crazy group of people think that there's some religious morality to it that doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. 
So they play to that because they know that that person will definitely vote for them. Single issue voters. And there's a lot of single issue voters on abortion. So now the conservative party is going to get a ton of votes off of that from people that are stupid. And I don't have a problem saying that if you're a single issue voter, you are stupid. You're a stupid, stupid person. Okay. If abortion is the reason you vote, you're stupid. If you're not, you're not intelligent enough to sit down at the table and have the conversation. Like we can debate things like um, universal healthcare versus privatized healthcare. There are actually debatable points with that. My opinion and has been shared with some fact, but not fully is that socialized medicine is the way to go. But there are people that have reasons for privatized medicine like we have now, and they have some good reasons. I doesn't mean I agree with them, but when it comes to this, this is forced birth. This I haven't is, heard of a single good reason, but OK, go ahead. There's there's with forced forced birth is what it is. It's not pro. You're not pro-life. You're forced right. birth. OK. And with forced birthers. There is no there's no discussing it. There's no other side of the of the argument. There's right and there's wrong. That's the point I'm trying to make. There is right and there is wrong. This is not a debatable topic. Yeah. I mean, there's even some states, you know, that had laws on the books ready to go as soon as this happened that, you know, everything just outright outlawed. We're not talking about, oh, it's okay if there was incest or rape or if the mother's health is at risk. Nope. Yeah. Doesn't matter. And Texas states like Texas are actually setting for bounty hunters to go and find and to, to turn in for rewards for women that leave the state and get abortions in other states. Are you kidding me? Well, one of the Supreme Court justices said that that should still be allowed. Yeah, Dan, I, I know. I mean, one of them, one of the was a Kavanaugh. I'm not sure. Uh, said that that's you know the interstate commerce law is still in effect i mean you can go buy shit in other states that's legal you can't stop that from happening that's absurd well no that shit no no they're so texas is they're doing that um i'm sorry i I, I wasn't aware of that conversation that you just said i I didn't know no that's fucked up um and 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 I can't remember the numbers, but the the numbers of states that it's now completely illegal far outweigh the legal ones. Yes. Number them. Yeah. Yes. Sad. Yeah. It's it's really, really it's really messed up. You know, I think about um, family members of mine that are currently pregnant that are living in a state where abortion is outlawed. And like, I think about that because this person could have a lot of complications and I would prefer that she's alive. I don't know. Crazy me would prefer that she's alive. And I pray and I don't even pray, but I pray that everything is healthy and fine and the kids are, everything's good. I, that's what I want, but it may not be that way. And they should be able to make that decision. They should be able to say, this is what I want to do. Save the kids or save me. They yeah. can choose. It's called pro-choice. It's yeah. called pro-choice because if you don't want to get an abortion, you don't have to get one. What a great system. It's that's such a great idea. Well, to to you know, it, it's also naive to assume that oh, we've made it illegal nationwide, therefore 
in all these states that ban it, um, then abortions will simply stop existing. And that's not the, that's not the case. They will happen. Do you want to? It will you be far uns far more unsafe. Exactly. But Dan, these are the same people that say, well, if you ban guns, that's just not going to make guns go away magically. The same exact people. Yeah. Think about yeah. that. I it's thought like, about yeah, that yesterday. That. <laughs> yeah. But but they'll say, well, abortions are illegal now, so there won't be any more abortions. Like yeah. what? You just said 20 minutes ago that if you ban guns, it's not going to stop gun violence. This is the same thing. The only thing that you're doing is you're killing young mothers because they will try and abort themselves. Or someone said something even more fucked up that I believe is um, homicide rates of pregnant women will be going up because of men killing their mistresses because they can't get an abortion. Right. But, you know, great job, Christians. Yeah. What a world. We are we are slowly moving towards uh, Handmaid's Tale in a very scary way. And um, the other thing I want to mention was uh, Mexico. It's also illegal in Mexico, but they figured out um, there's some sort of over the counter medication that you can get. And I think it's over the counter in Mexico, but not in the States. I think in the States, you might have to talk to a doctor, but it's like a, a stomach acid pill or something mundane like that and it can actually work as an abortion pill wow well we, we yeah. have plan b, we have plan b up here that you can get over the counter without questions well yeah but plan so b far only works i think plan b only works for a certain term yeah it's two it, i believe it's two weeks right <laughs> so this this is a far more uh, in-depth thing it's like much uh, later it's one of those things that you know you take her to the pharmacy in the morning after <laughs> and you buy right, it for right. and you buy it for her right. if she asks right um so this is this is really fucked up and really sad um well where, where wow. do we where do we go from here because i have thoughts of my own and maybe they're a little radical but you know this is this is america if the conservative pundits can say it and say it being completely stupid i can say these things knowing what i'm talking about January 6th was an atrocity against the United States of America, an atrocity. Right. Okay. Cops were killed by a bunch of people with blue lives matter stickers. Okay. Right. Excellent. Great job. You know why they did that? They were crying because their little bitch of a president lost the election. He lost right. fair and square and illegally. And because they're sore losers and because they're so sad, they went and they freaked out over this whole situation. Just, no, there's a lot of that. Exactly. So now we're talking about human rights. So maybe it's time that we, you know, this group of people that believe in human rights, maybe it's time that these folks show up to the Supreme Court armed. I'm not saying hurt anybody. I'm just saying show up armed. I mean, a whole group did that, and the January 6th committee isn't really moving fast enough. Now we're talking about human rights. We're not talking about election yeah. loss. We're talking about women's rights. Yeah, the Supreme Court, that is going to be a huge challenge for our democracy in the, in the, in the coming years because it's an unforetold amount of time before these justices are gone. I mean, the three that, that were appointed are very young. Uh, you know, they, they likely could be there for another 30 years. Um, 
our our only bet as far as balancing of power with the Supreme Court is possibly adding people. Um, and I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of just a president picking a nominee and just going, okay, here you go. Yeah, I don't I, like I, that don't either. But Trump set yeah. the precedent. He set the precedent that you can pack this court with whoever the hell you want to, and nothing well, will happen. I would no, no, no. I mean, Kavanaugh's a rapist. Other, Kavanaugh's a rapist. Okay, and Biden was on the committee that appointed Clarence Thomas. He was, and when Anita Hill, he didn't when, do yeah, anything. When, that's right. He didn't do shit. He fucking laughed at Anita Hill's story. Yes, he, he did. He was an insensitive fucking prick when Anita Hill was saying, no, this guy's an asshole. He makes comments and touches me and shit. And he's just laughing, having a cigar. Doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, that, that's right. That doesn't change the fact okay. of what I said. So, so any president with the power to do so is going to appoint Supreme Court justices. Now, one could argue, for example, Obama, when he tried to appoint whoever our attorney general is right now, um, he tried to appoint that guy. He was a centrist. He was a, he was a moderate. Uh, you know, so and that was his sort of peacemaking deal. Like, Hey, I, I'm going to appoint somebody cause it's my right to do so, but he's kind of, he's kind of in the middle. So it'll be a good, he'll be a good judge. You know, he's not one way or the other. That's how it should be all the time. Right. Uh, that, uh, I just feel like any any president with the power to do so is going to appoint as many as they can. It's not it's not a matter of, you know, oh, I'm only going to do one because I I should. No, no, no. He, fucking Trump, unfortunately, had the opportunity in four fucking years to appoint three, three judges. That's insane. That's absurd. That's that's why. And I almost feel guilty for saying this. That's why he should have been killed. Y yeah. Like, I'm sorry. I just, I don't know. Because as much of a dick as Mike Pence is and as much of a conservative Christian as he is, I still feel like he's going to play ball in the arena of typical Democratic politics, yeah. which is that you find a judge that doesn't seem left or right. Correct. Or at least they're, you know, they kind of hide it. These three were just out in the open. Yeah, they were completely, completely, like there wasn't even hiding that they were conservative and, and honestly, at this point, radically conservative to yeah. be able to overturn this. This is radical. This is radical. This is, this is far right stuff. And that's, what's scary. And that's what people don't get either. Is that like, if you looked at any other developed country as part of the spectrum, that would be what it is that they have. Um, Joe Biden would be a conservative and Donald Trump and his team would be far right. Oh, they'd be Nazis. And Ber Bernie Sanders would actually be just a probably a moderate. Yeah, uh, yeah, or a moderate. Just, yeah, yeah. It's incredible that that the fact that anyone. It's like as soon as someone tells me how far left and socialist Joe Biden is, when someone says that, I immediately just don't listen to anything they say because it's like, dude. You Whenever really someone have says no socialist, idea. they they have no idea what socialism is. Yes, correct. Have no exactly. clue what it is. But they and go then, ahead and ask somebody what it means. And, and when when they trip over the words, you say, OK, why don't you go look it up and stop saying Marxist leftism? You have no idea what that is either. Stop it. Yes, they, they don't have any clue. And the thing is, is that what's funny with a lot of these people is if you if you tell them, if you explain it to them without using those words, they completely agree with all of it. Right. And that's what's that's what's so aggravating. It's a very Jordan Klepper move. Yeah. So I just I just described socialism to you. 
and yeah. you said it was great. Oh, well, if I knew it was socialism, I wouldn't have said that. Why? What is the difference? Hey, you know, those brave firemen that you see coming down the street. Look at that shiny truck. That costs a lot of money, doesn't it? Man, it's nice having them around. They'll go to anyone. They will go anywhere that needs fire putting out, that needs a kitten safe from a tree, that needs a ladder, that someone needs help. Someone's caught in their pool and they can't get out. Their dick is stuck inside of the, the suction trap. We've all done it. And the fire department has to get called. And those brave men and women turn on the sirens and they race down the street and they save you. That's fucking... It's not even socialist. I mean, it's it's socialism technically is 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 the idea that workers in a factory own a share of the profit. Yes, that's technically socialism. It's a socialist construct, right? The fi fire department. Well, the fire is... would be a social because it's shared. That's the only thing that makes it socialist that it's shared. Correct. Everybody yeah. puts it in the pot and everybody wins. But what about the socialist flags they have with the blue, the, the blue line through it? The, the police is another socialist construct. Precisely. The police is another socialist program that we have. Public yes, schools. That we have turned fascist. Yes, exactly. Because if you don't do exactly what I say when you when I want you to do it, I'm going to beat the shit out of you or even kill you. Yep. And they can. They're allowed to. They've and now half the country is on board with it. Half the country feels like a cop should hit you and beat you into submission if you don't do what he says. That is not the way we should be running a country. That's fascism. Yeah. Yes. And here we are. And here we are today. Oh. Anyways, uh, we wanted to talk about uh, what was that other thing? Um, not the contraception thing, but the thing you told me, but I had no idea. Uh, oh, prayer, um, prayer in school. school. Why don't we take a break and we'll come back? Yeah, let's take a break. We'll come back and we'll uh, we'll talk about that. Get off the shit! From the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you, we're Don'tForgetATowel.com, your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe, and don't forget a towel. That's right, folks. You're with us tonight as we go deep, deep inside the annals of religious zealots. Okay, so speaking of religious zealots, these assholes at the Supreme Court have also said it's okay to completely allow prayer in schools. Now, let's not get this twisted, folks. I don't believe the Supreme Court, and I know you'll back me up on this, is not, they're not saying, hey, guys, when you get into school, Kick the Muslims out, kick the Jews out, kick the atheists out. We're going to have a big old cross right when you walk in and you will kneel to the cross. You will put holy water on your chest and you will say a prayer and you will go to class. That's not what's happening. What is happening is that 
Christians who are going to public schools feel like they're not allowed to pray, whether it be in private or out in the open. Well, there's a case. Christian Something teachers, happened. yes, yes, Christian teachers also feel the same way. Now, the case, I haven't read up on the case, but I do know that there was a, a, a coach, football coach. Yes. Yes, who was asked by somebody to lead a prayer after a game, and he said okay, and got in huge trouble, lost his job, right? Something along along those lines, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. So it went to the Supreme Court, and um, the Supreme Court was like, yeah, I mean, women don't have rights, and now you can lead prayer in schools. Now, the thing is, is if we look at this on paper, and we say, okay, honestly, like, if if you trusted Christians and I don't because there's nothing to trust when it comes to Christians, I'm sorry. I have a, I have a, a the one Christian friend I have that I still respect. Um, I asked him and the reason I respect him, I asked him what's the most unchristian thing about the United States. And he said, Christians. And that's why, <laughs> and that's why I trust yeah. him. Yeah. But other than that, like I don't trust them. So this is the, this is the issue with this. Okay. Is that, if you have a teacher, let's say, that is a Christian that wants to start leading prayer in class, in that class, there may be Jewish people, there may be Muslims, there may be atheists, there may be other folks in there that don't participate. And the law says they don't have to. They don't have to participate. That's fine. But this will cause singling out. This will cause discomfort for those students. Also, because Christians are very elitist and exclusionary types of people, this allows them to weed out folks, uh, kids that may not get the same chances. So, so I'll tell you this. You have a little Muslim kid in class, and uh, every morning this teacher wants to lead the Our Father, and the teacher says, you don't have to participate if you don't want to. That's fine, Muhammad. You don't want to participate, Muhammad? You don't have to, okay? You can do whatever the Quran tells you to do while we do this, okay? Oh, your homework was late? Mm, F. Like, this is what's going to happen. There are going to be people mm. that are going to use this as a tool to exclude other people because that is what they do. That is how they do things. So that's where the danger comes in. Okay. That's where the issues come in is now you're going to single out kids. And I swear to God, if one of my kids gets one of these fucking teachers, I am going to raise hell in ways they have never seen before. I will be in that school daily causing a ton of problems. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen, you know, but I, I think you do have a point there that it allows, uh, yeah. Again, power in the wrong hands, right? You know, if there's a teacher who's ultra Christian and believes in this kind of stuff, and then you have one kid who's like, "Nah, I don't want to participate," that might that might not favor so well in that teacher's eyes, right? Correct, and that's the big issue. And then there's a there's a there's a converse to that, right? There's another side of that, Daniel. And, yeah. and believe me, I, my brain has been on all cylinders lately. Okay. The other side of this that scares me is having a Muslim teacher, right? Or a satanic teacher. The Muslim teacher wants to do um, a Muslim prayer, right? And the satanic yep. teacher, it will be sarcastic, will want to do a satanic prayer because Satanists don't actually believe in Satan. Um, look that up, those of you that don't believe me. Satanists don't actually believe in Satan, but they do have like different mantras and prayers. 
Um, but can you imagine a kid goes home to Christian mommy and says, oh, today I wanted to participate. We did a prayer to Allah or today we did a satanic prayer um, for oneness to, for everyone in the world. And then Christian mom, Christian dad goes, what? You did a satanic prayer? What? You did an, an, a prayer to Allah? Like, oh, my yeah. God. And then they go down to the school and they freak out. Right. So now we have another we have another layer to this that causes so much danger. And this is the thing is, is these are court justices, right? How are they? How am I smarter than them? Dan, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that doesn't make sense that I'm smarter than them. Well, I shouldn't be. The broader picture here is that we're talking about indoctrination of our children, right? The children have become the new war zone, whether it's critical race theory or teaching about, you know, gender identity, sexuality, whatever in public schools or elsewhere has frightened and scared the right to the point where now they're using kids as a tool to say, well, we need parental rights. We have parental rights. We don't want our kids wearing masks. We don't want our kids learning about gays. We don't want our kids learning about racism. We don't want our kids learning about liberal leftist agenda because we don't want the left indoctrinating them into that world. And we think it's inappropriate and we think it's wrong regardless of the age, and they've talked about kindergarten, first, third graders. Yet at the same time, they're okay with prayer in school, which is a form of indoctrination. So on one hand, I do feel like it's okay if to an extent that a parent wants to raise their kid in a certain religion. I mean, I understand it. I get it. But at the same time, you have to admit that that is 100% indoctrination. Yes. And, and, the, and yet on the on the left, if, if we say, well, we don't want to indoctrinate our kids into thinking one way or the other, we want them to be free thinkers. We want them to follow the science, look for the facts, make their own decisions based on what their heart tells them. That's what that's what a liberal would want to do. But to the right, that is indoctrination. And the irony is that no, that's anti-indoctrination. So they're worried about our kids being indoctrinated in anti-indoctrination. It's that's, fucking, it's bananas. Yes, that's exactly what it is, is. We're literally trying to teach your kids not to be indoctrinated by one thing. Right. Right. So in school, we learned, like when I was in public school, we learned about Christianity, but we also learned about Islam. We learned about Judaism. We learned about this in college. I took world religions. Okay. I wanted to know more about religions in high school. I'm really actually into theology. I just don't believe any of it, but I think right. it's really cool how these cultures have created these different religions and how many of them are exactly the same, which leads to the bullshit story that they all are. But I, and honestly, of all of them, the native Americans, I feel are closest to being right with, with religion, but that's well, it. they, they kind of think the world started on the back of a turtle so I, I don't know about that no i mean the the different na the different nature gods that kind gotcha. of thing no, no i, I like, hear you i'm just i'm just messing with you really worshiping nature yeah. um but anyway god's, god's favorite idiot on netflix it's worth a try I, i'll i'll look at it but the the point is is when it comes to this quote-unquote liberal agenda okay mm -hmm. all we're trying to say is some families have two dads some have two moms some have a mom and a dad some have two dads and a mom some have a bunch of different parents. Some have just, just all families are different. Families aren't all just husband and wife. 
They're not all right. that way. They're all different. So like I, I had this, this conversation with a conservative person who is one of probably the dumbest people I've ever had a conversation with in my life. Like, I want to know who puts his pants on in the morning. That's how stupid he is. Um, said you're completely comfortable with your son or daughter at their young age, learning about the gays and the gay things that they do and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, I, I, honestly, I'm really concerned that they're going to talk about like facials and coming on dudes faces and chests and like all the butt play that they're going to teach the kids in school. Yeah. Like that's what they think. They genuinely yeah. think that this means that a kindergartner is going to learn about homosexual butt play. Okay, right. that's what they think is going to happen. First of all, don't kink shame. Never kink shame. Number one. Number that's true. two, that's sex negative. We don't do that. We don't do that. Number two, they're not doing that. They're not teaching that. They're just teaching love right. is love. That's all that they are teaching is love and what, is and, love. And and I would, if I were the teacher of the classroom, I would just say, look, once you get married, sex ends anyways. <laughs> so fucking forget about it, kid. Right. Right. Hey, no, you see, you, you see two dads or two moms walking down the hall. They are sexually repressed. I don't care if you're gay or straight. Once yeah. you're married, that shit's over with. OK, pretty much. So anyway, the point is, is that there's people that actually think that. Right. They think yeah. that they're going to. First of all, no one turns your kid gay. If your kid is gay, your kid was always gay. <laughs> um, and that's just that's the long and short of it. So but then that's bad teaching them that everyone is okay and mm -hmm. then teaching all the world's religions right as as a form of history right that's bad that's indoctrination teaching right. them everything right but what's not indoctrination is doing christian prayers being led right. in prayers yeah really why, why why can't it's school a school day is like six hours what the fuck do you have? Honestly, you got Sunday, don't you? For Jesus fucking Christ, Chick-fil-A is closed. You can't even get your your racist, homophobic chicken on Sunday, so you go to church, all right? Go pray in church. Yeah, like it, it, it's perfectly fine if you want to have a church. And you want to go to that church. Go speak in your tongues. In church. All right, critical masturbators. That was just a taste of what is upcoming this season. Dan and I wanted to make sure that we had a response to uh, what's going on with Roe vs. Wade. Um, and it's being overturned. Um, honestly, we're both pretty sick to our stomach uh, about it. And if you're celebrating it, fuck you. Um, thanks to everyone over at DFAT. Make sure you're checking out all the podcasts on DFAT Entertainment and check us out. We will be here entertaining you all summer long. We love you.